She asked the inspector to send her a text message with the details instead, and then hung up. Cole was Jessica's immediate superior and had been promoted at the same time she had. She had always got on fine with him when they had been in more junior roles. He was a decent guy, but perhaps a bit too nice. He was about as normal a bloke as you could ever meet. One of those people whose description you hated when taking statements from witnesses. He was average height and weight, with sensible short brown hair, and always wore regular, unassuming clothes. He didn't wear glasses or sport any distinguishing scars or facial hair. Even his voice was exactly as you would expect. In fact, the only thing not really regulation about Jack was that he had what most officers didn't seem to, a proper family life. He was in his mid-forties and married, seemingly happily, with two children. He had family days out with them, still took his wife out for meals and to the cinema, and booked his time off sensibly so they could all have weekends away together. Unlike pretty much every other officer, he didn't drink, and Jessica had never heard him swear. Perhaps that was normal to most people, but it was anything but for the job they had. Cole liked working from his desk and saw any real interaction with criminals, witnesses, or anyone outside of the station as something he would rather not be involved with. To some it showed he didn't like to get his hands dirty, but Jessica understood he had strengths in different areas. Sitting on the edge of her bed, Jessica ran her hands through her long, dark, blonde hair, thinking that it needed a wash, as it always seemed to. There was definitely not going to be time for that this morning. She pulled it back into a loose ponytail and hunted around her room for some suitable clothes. She thought most of her colleagues took plain clothes a bit too literally. Even the younger blokes seemed to take the title detective as a chance to start clocking up department store loyalty points with a wardrobe seemingly consisting of identikit dull suit jackets and pairs of chinos. The only difference between the younger guys and the veterans seemed to be the width of their ties. The new guys would start off with skinny monstrosities around their necks, but their neckwear seemed to become wider the longer they spent turning up in those dreary suits. Jessica knew she couldn't take things too far and still wore a suit to work each day, but at least it wasn't the same one with an egg stain on the pocket, unlike a certain colleague or two she could think of. She also made sure she dressed something like her age. She was almost thirty-one after all. Hunting through her wardrobe, Jessica pulled out a light grey suit to put on, and just to be a hypocrite, a blouse straight from the floor. Jessica lived in the Hume district just south of the main centre of Manchester. It wasn't too bad, far enough away from the pubs and clubs and full-on student areas to be able to sleep through the early hours, and only ten minutes' drive to her team's long-sight base. Far more important than all of that was the fact that it was close enough to the curry mile to pick up a good madras without too much hassle. Cole had messaged Jessica an address in Gorton, in the east of the city. It took her just over fifteen minutes to drive, despite the roads being fairly quiet. There wasn't too much in the way of traffic, but, as ever, the traffic lights constantly seemed to be red. She also nearly ran over some student type, who looked like she was making the dreaded Saturday morning walk of shame. There didn't seem to be any other reason for a girl in a short purple dress to be walking barefooted across a main road, holding impossibly tall heels in her hand. Jessica wondered if the girl had actually had a good night as she crunched down through the car's gears after swerving around her. Jessica's bright red K-Reg Fiat Punto was her pride and sometimes joy, 
even if it didn't give her much pleasure on the cold winter mornings when it wouldn't start, no matter how much she kicked and swore at it. She had been given it as a present for passing her theory test from her mum and dad over ten years ago, and had learned to drive in it. It was an attachment to easier, less serious days. How it was still on the road was a mystery far beyond Jessica's detective skills. The exhaust was perhaps the only thing loud enough to wake up her flatmate and best friend Caroline, while the MOTs were expensive and the piss-taking from colleagues was relentless. Even her dad gave her stick about it. We only bought that as a first car, he would say to her. You earn a decent salary now. Well, she earned a salary now, that was for sure, and as long as they could get her from A to B, or at least close to B, she wasn't that bothered about cars. In an emergency, she had access to the patrol's pool of vehicles and, rusting heap or not, it was at least her rusting heap. Jessica pulled up behind two patrols.